0: Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Surgery podcast coming to you on the 5th of April 2016. It's Champions League night. Barca have the upper hand against Atletico Madrid and Leicester are still top of the Premier League thanks to young Wesley Morgan at 32 years of age scoring against Southampton at the weekend. Welcoming back our panel of surgeons. First of all, the man from the canteen, it's Parker. Bonjour. And the man chasing him at the top, each week getting more intense the battle, it's the Beard.
1: All oh, right, Paul. Good to have you back, mate.
0: Lovely to be here. It really is. And uh, welcoming back our editor-in-chief and general uh, know-it-all when it comes to anything to do with computers and Amstrad's, it's the Iceman.
2: Cheers, Pete. Hi, guys.
0: Does Amstrad fall in the same bracket as computer?
2: Oh, yeah, I know everything to do with Amstrad. Yeah. All, all IT. W- Excellent, excellent. And uh, you're
0: going to notice, unfortunately, a voice missing this week. Woodsy is unable to join us. He is here very much in spirit. His vomit uh, banter is going to stay with us, but unfortunately he is not. So Woodsy, we miss you very much. We're not going to try and penalise him with uh, penalties on the quiz again, because that didn't seem to work last time. So let's just uh, remember him fondly. Now, let's uh, just look back over the last week. Coming to the
2: Iceman first, how did your team get on? I did very well this week after my wild card. I scored seventy points. I brought in Sanchez and I captained him. I was just basing that on his shooting stats from the last few games. Oh. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. My defence did right. Delaney got a goal. Had Darmian brought in him, him? I had Darlow in goal instead of De Gea. Wish I kept De Gea in there. Got Sturridge, Agüero. Yeah, so points all round there. So pretty so you, good. You
0: you trusted in Sturridge then?
2: Uh, yes, I went for storage over Mitrovic, which, obviously, from the last week, was a bit of a fail. But going no balls, forward, go- no
3: balls.
2: Going forward, no
3: thirty-seven p or fifty-seven p or whatever <laughs> it was.
2: <laughs> It was actually 72 V. But going going forward, I do think Sturridge is going to score more in the long run. But still, Mitch Fritch can be a good shout.
0: Absolutely. I mean, in terms of the last few weeks, you have called a fair few kind of random ones that have come up good. I remember on Altovich a few weeks back, you've been pretty good with the Bournemouth picks this season. Just what's the thinking behind these randomers, even if you don't actually choose them?
2: purely based on stats i'm very much a stat man now data Uh, i have data i have been watching a few more games recently as well girlfriends let me watch a few more games so i've uh, (laughs) been able to actually you know make a judgment as well so yeah doing all right at the moment i came second last year in our little mini league and i'm moving up the league now
0: you certainly are you certainly are probably a little bit late to catch the two at the top but i think you're looking good for a top four yeah hopefully Speaking of the top four let's come to the man in second place, trying to catch parker <coughs> beard how did you get on
1: I've got a score of 66 so that's four less than you James and my wild card is in play yeah but, um,
2: but I would have got 56 if I didn't play my wild card so
1: okay right right, <laughs> right um anyway look at my team i I brought in Bellerin uh, for one of my free transfers, which was a beautiful 14 points however, I did waste my other second transfer bringing in Adrian um, between the sticks just for that single point I did know Fabianski was going to concede so kind of gambled there but it didn't pay off I did enjoy my Fuchs 10 points as my main rival Lloyd E owns Hoof instead I also had the three reliable men in Pyatt, Cun and Kane boosting my score I did have some bench points this week with Sigerson and Dawson which was pretty painful I opted for the big fat zero from Charlie Adams and I uh, got a blank from uh, Denny Alley as well, which was disappointing. But 6-6 did, you all Tr- out.
0: did you say Charlie Adams?
1: Did I say Charlie Adams? You <laughs> Charlie, did, yeah. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Daniels, Brother of I Tony. do apologise.
0: I mean, Brookie, that's someone I'd actually put in the same um, realm as Catamol for our picks for losing the quiz he for next year, but enough. good on you for trying early. <laughs> He's not frightened of a punt, this one.
1: My apologies, uh, Charlie Daniels.
0: I just want to pick up on Bellerin, who you've picked, because actually he is starting to turn into a man coming back with midfielder-type returns. The last three game weeks, he scored 9, 12 and 14. What are your thoughts on him?
1: Yeah, he's very much uh, in my mind for my wild card. I did bring him in early, and he will probably stay in my squad for the rest of the season now.
0: I mean, just the way Arsenal play, he's like a right winger at the moment.
1: He is, and I don't know what clean sheets you've returned, but yeah, he's. I definitely see him reckon up the points till now to the end of the season
0: certainly getting the assists as well and the goals so uh, what about you have to bring
1: him in then to cover that uh, move <laughs> so I was like uh, well I'll, I'll double up and bring Monreal in as well and I'll do the same
0: because <laughs> actually Brookie I'm looking at the, the top defenders at the moment we've got Alderweireld Bellerin Fuchs Huth Daniels Van Dijk in the top um, top six there how many of those do you have
1: well like I said currently I'm playing my wild card and I've actually lost um, Toby out of this world he's no longer in my squad. So I'm very much looking at them double game week fixtures.
0: Okay, what about you, Parker? How'd you get on? Um,
3: Once again, Brookie got a good score, 66, and I matched him. (laughs) Uh, I also got 66. Courtois eventually got me some points. Aguero, half-decent captain, 14. Kane got me eight. Pella finished his run, so he only got two points. Hoof got me seven, and I substituted Charlie Adams slash Daniels Uh, And bought indoors, (laughs) so I'm quite happy with that. So I got those points that Brookie missed out on, which makes him even more sweeter.
0: (laughs) Always better when your rival misses out. Well, um, down in the basement, I think it starts to look more and more like me and Woodsy are fighting for the wooden spoon this season. Have we agreed that is the punishment a goalkeeper, a striker? What do we say in the end?
2: Goalkeeper. Yeah, we're on a goalkeeper at the moment. Goalkeeper.
0: I'm looking forward to uh, having a goalkeeper like Darlow or someone like that next season. 58 points for me with a minus four hit, so an atrocious week. Uh, My main point scorers were Hoof with seven. Um, Dimitri the Pirate with that stunning free kick. Aguero, Captain T. I had Silver in my team and Kane, so I was looking okay on the first day. And then it all fell apart, as per usual. (laughs) So um, (laughs) 54 there, dropping me down in the league, moving me further away from the Iceman. Um, Fortunately, uh, I'm just going to speak on behalf of Woodsy here. I'm going to have a quick look at what his team racked up. Um, Don't bother. Where are we? He got 49. (laughs) So... um,
1: Standard, I don't know what I can really say standard
0: Let me just have a quick run through, let's see what he got. He didn't take a hit, fair play to him. Um, he went with a Willian Captaincy, which was probably the highlight <laughs> of his picks.
2: Um, he, he took he out Suzoko for that, didn't he? He
0: did for that, yeah, <laughs> Newcastle's left back. He went with Charlie Adams at the back as well, but he actually played him um Rondon up front, so it was a bit you know, no no the the only Zabaleta saving Zabaleta grace on the bench.
2: He's got there as well.
0: Zabaletta sat beautifully on the bench, actually. Yeah, he's got that there. Did Target get any game time this week? Yeah, he won point so i mean generally the only saving grace in my game week is woods is incompetent so uh yeah all in all a decent week down at the basement
3: i think woods he got distracted by a shiny light or something and forgot to do his team must must <laughs> must be the only explanation
0: the shining light yeah well um i mean speaking of a uh, basement parker can you take us through the fancy football podcast surgery league now please
3: yes i'm not sure if it's been requested by the fans or just by my chief editor, but. Um, It's been asked that I run through where the surgeons actually currently lie in the league just to kind of update people on how badly most of us are doing. So um, currently the current surgeons, just to let people know, is 130 people now in the league. Um, Senor Woods is 111th, so he pretty much is nearly bottom of the league. So um, for all you listeners out there, don't listen to a word he says. Next in the league is James. He just scrapes in the top 100. He's
2: hey, in 98th. Hey, no, no, no. Pete's lower than me.
3: Oh, sorry. I've completely forgotten Pete. I've, he wasn't here last week. so he Very, very compete. easy
2: to forget. Go on. Give me the good news.
3: Um, not a clue where you are, <laughs> mate. Not a Scooby-Doo, I'm afraid. I'm actually just having a quick
0: look on him. I've actually... You're somewhere
3: in between 111th and 98.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, uh, actually, bang in the middle, 107th.
3: So you don't quite make the, uh, the top 100, I'm afraid, there, mate. So you're 107th, James is 98th, uh, John Brook is in 32nd, and I have fallen further thanks to some new entries to 15th. So, rounding up now what people actually care about, which is the decent people in the league on the top 10. <laughs> uh, dropping down from 1st from a while ago to 10th now is Dick Fry. Oh, uh, number 9 is Marlon Ratner. Number eight is Mitchell Barhurst. Number seven is Nat Thomas. Number six is John Olshin. Number five, our highest female, is Su- Susie Muse. Number four is Sushant Garag. <laughs> 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 I hadn't pre-read that name, so that was a bit of a tricky one. Uh, number three is our favourite curry-sounding Richard Cosmala. Number two is Tom Irving. And number one is Muhammad al Qayasi.
0: Nice thank you very much parker so once again i'm just going to shout out a few decent sounding names have we mentioned alana's in pajamas before no (laughs) no i'm a big fan of that i think that's excellent that's superb um oh nigel lee in 25th place are you sure (laughs) combined the 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 are you brothers with luke shaw which um i don't know if it's a good idea um and that's it so yeah keep, uh, keep uh, what about number on...
3: in fourth place Pinky and De Bruyne have we mentioned oh that actually that's very, oh, oh, that's very I like
0: good. that one Yeah, that's good. I think that's that...
3: probably a personal favourite subtle but really effective
0: and uh, I suppose a name for the man at the top very much obvious but he's called himself keep calm and climb up which is exactly what he's doing so the question is where the...
3: can you climb up when you're top yeah when
0: you're top where can you go apparently the wolf on top of the hill is not as hungry as the pack chasing it can unless just, you're in, unless you're in 107th place, in which case you're not.
2: As <laughs> I just say, the the highest score. I, I haven't was, eaten in weeks. <laughs> the highest score is actually Aaron Hyman with 92 this week. He's a strong, strong score there.
1: Oh, so wow. Was that a wild card? Was it he played? No,
2: no, no he's gone uh, just two chances in.
1: Very
3: strong. I think uh, we should I just like mention that? this uh, to clear this up because amongst us has been some banter, and I noticed on social media there has been a bit of banter. I'm happy to have a bit of humble pie from the couple of Twitter followers oh, really? who scored high points, so in the nineties or high eighties. Um what I won't do though is eat some humble <laughs> pie for you, James, because no. you scored four more points than me.
2: Yeah.
0: So but... in
3: my opinion, that's a, a fail. But you I'm need sorry. to take into I, account I have to
1: agree with that. You
2: need to take into the points. You which scored four was more points score. than me. Before the wild card, I was going to score 56 before the wild card. After the wild card, I scored 70, so therefore the wild card was needed because that's boosted me up to 15 points.
1: Maybe, mate. Just
2: pick up a spoon. It's it's,
1: it's, it's good for you. I understand (laughs) your theory, your side of it, James, but. That was needed.
2: That's the thing, you, you, you
0: we're
1: in different leagues here, James.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say it's very much taken him away from the uh yeah, the I'm bargain basements and the wooden spoons. So um let's see the long term. Right, I think that's enough said on our league. Let's move on, let's get down to business. Panels picks. We are coming into double game week season, which is like a fifth season in the year. So, starting off with the beard, as we head into the first double game week of the season, who are you picking on your panel? All
1: right, Paul. Um I think I got, you've got him in your team. Um, that's David Silva?
0: I have, mate, yes. yeah. Is it a, a, is. a rare success. Go on.
1: Yeah, I, I've gone with him. I know a lot will be attracted to the return of Ginger Kevin. And rightly so. I've, I've been waiting patiently for him to be an option again. But um, with you know Aguero probably being the only player I would consider owning on the city attacking options. But on second four, I'm not sure how many minutes he, he's actually gonna you know, feature in. Playing PSG and West Brom within a few days. And then they've they've got that double in Game Week thirty four against Chelsea and Newcastle both away. So Will Pellegrini be cautious with his game time? Um, I think he will. So, you know, I believe Silva's probably the way to go. He's the safer option for me.
0: So we think we think uh, Silva's the safer option, but we like the return of Ginger Kevin.
1: Yeah, he's hit the ground running. He's very explosive. But with him back in the team, I think Pellegrini still favours Silva in the hole, doesn't he, uh, behind Aguero. Mm. He has got 11 assists to his name. Only that one goal, which is a bit of a concern, but yeah you know, i'll be surprised if any uh, city attacking player probably including aguero gets maximum minutes from them premier league fixtures cuz so i think champions league probably be main priority for pellegrini
0: at least for his cv i mean um, our insider at the club uh, the dinner lady can we can we have it confirmed that De Bruyne actually has given birth now?
3: <laughs> he has. He managed <laughs> he to has. squeeze out a lovely little baby.
0: <laughs> a lovely little baby, Ginger Kevin. And that means fewer hours down, Droylston Working Men's Club in Manchester. Hello to everyone at Droylston Working Men's. And more time working on his injuries and his goal scoring. Welcome back, Kev. Iceman. Yes, mate. Panels pick. Talk to me.
2: My panels pick, mainly based on these double game weeks. I'm going to really exploit them as much as I can. I'm going to go with Phil Jagielka. Look at the meaning the fact that Everton have two games this game week and other double game weeks coming up after this one. So I'm going with the Everton captain. He's the cheapest way into the Everton defence. 6.8% of managers own him. So kind of a differential as well. And at 5.1 million, he's pretty
1: cheap. Isn't the goalkeeper the cheapest route?
2: I didn't really think about that. <laughs> He's. Uh, <Sorry.
0: laughs> uh, uh, I actually did think about that two weeks ago. He's in my team now. He got me two points at the really. Go on,
2: <laughs> but look, I mean, you, you're not going to get a goal from a keeper, though, are you? Hey? Whereas uh, Jagioka hit the bar against United and had a shot cleared off the line.
1: Ah, so, almost like, points.
2: So yeah, <laughs> yeah, almost points. And they will the,
1: become...
0: the bar at the, the bar at Droylesdon Working Men's Club, or the actual crossbar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is, Pete. Could say he is due a goal. So, I like it. And <laughs> well, also, at,
0: at the start of the season, I would have moved on from you when you said Jagielka, but you've called some beauty,
3: so I didn't let you have this one. And I do, to believe, fair jury. I like that, mate. It's yeah. a good shout. I do
2: believe in in passion in all players is kind of heightened towards the end of the season, and especially in the captains. And Jagielka sh- certainly showed it. Uh, I don't know if you saw, Brookie. Did you watch the game?
1: I did, mate. Oh yeah. well, kind of. It wasn't the most entertaining game to watch, but I did have it on in the background
2: yeah he was shouting at Lukaku for just from a from a corner Lukaku just wasn't in the right position or something I, th- I think the thing is as thing. well
1: James I, I do like that pick um, if you look at with the Euros as well around the corner England centre-backs you'd probably say Smalling is the nailed on and you're looking at who's going to partner him yeah, and yeah. was... Jagielka does come you know in that category so yeah. he's probably trying to prove a point from now on to the end of the season so he is a good pick mate Yeah,
2: you've more or less just read all of the rest of my notes there so thanks for that <laughs>
3: <laughs> great mind <laughs> well, uh, great it mind. to get a bit boring again James it's not a bad <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> but, but,
2: but as as mentioned Everton, uh, they've got loads of double gaming to come up. three, they've got Watford and Palace away this week could get a goal in them and I'm looking for at least one clean sheet so yeah, Jags is my pick for this week
0: Okay, thanks for that, Iceman. And uh, Lloydie, coming to you, how can I stay ahead of Woodsy?
3: It's an obvious one, and it hasn't been said yet, so I've got to say it's just Lukaku. I think with Everton, as James said, three double game weeks coming up, it's a no brainer. He's going to play, I'd say, virtually all, if not all, of the minutes. You know Woodsy is so yeah, copied him. Well, I think if Bullard is looking to stay ahead, that Lukaku is an obvious choice. And I think actually, mm. if you don't have him, you've got a big chance of falling behind, whether you're trying to stay ahead or catch up or whatever. There's certain people each week and over a period of time that you've got to have. Lukaku now has become one of those that I think is a must-have.
2: Yeah, definitely.
3: Um, mm-hmm. He's got 18 goals, six assists already this season, and I think with their games coming up, you just can't afford not to have them, really. So for me, it's Lukaku, and it doesn't really matter if you're needing to catch up major points or what, I think Lukaku's mm-hmm. got to be in there in some form.
0: Um, he was actually going to be my panel's pick as well, so I'd 100% agree with you. I mean, just to make this interesting, do you think he's triple captain material? Two home uh,
3: games. Uh, well, it's not this week, is it? They've got two away games this
1: week. I'd rather yeah. captain him away from home than home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good as, point. I was mentioning last
2: week Everton a better away than home.
1: I think for me, you'd. Uh,
3: I'd prefer to go with a uh, Aguero or a De Bruyne or a Sanchez or an Azul or I don't Piotr. know. Piotr's
0: what, got a couple of games in that. Um,
1: in even that, maybe side, that third Piotr, game week. To be fair, Piotr's not a bad shout. Yeah,
3: game week uh, five, out,
1: out, out of those five, he is in order. He is fifth, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think he's got to be in your team,
1: but I don't think he's worth the double game week.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at the um, I'm just looking at actually the next double game week. I'm thinking what you're saying about Sanchez. A couple of home games there as well.
1: The is, yeah. you, you look yeah. at you look cool you, but look at Everton's form. They're bang out of form, aren't they? Yeah, um, they a really bad Bacardi's time this fixture. So. that they've lost four of their last five. So yeah. it's not a pin, but like Lloyd said, it's too risky not to have him. It's you know he forces your hand. You've you've got to have him in your team just for that high ownership.
0: Mm-hmm. And 18 goals, okay. Well, um, as I was going to pick Lukaku, the other one I'm going to um, throw into the pot is Dan at Crystal Palace, just as an alternative. Again, double game week this week, so even if he gets just a couple of points, he's still doubling up on usual. Home against Norwich and home against Everton. Now, on the strength of the fact that we've just dissed Everton, I think he's got a great chance of getting a clean sheet. <laughs> so, at least he's one just, of those games. Who's I've that, Dan? Yeah. Dan the dagger man
1: yeah I'd just like to input they are without a clean sheet in their, last, in their 12 now that's Palace yeah so you are relying on just attacking returns there aren't you
0: well I would say Brookie that they are due yes, I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's,
1: such, that's such
0: a cowardly way out isn't it <laughs> it is <That's> <laughs> it really is no I think uh, fair, Dan for me is a threat
3: the there. yeah yeah. The odds are there, and they are going to keep a clean sheet eventually. So you're not—I think—not far from wrong, mate.
2: You did have him in your uh, your draft, didn't you, Brookie, for your wild card?
1: I have drafted up two squads, and he is in one of them. Um, yeah. He's—I <laughs> think he's quite high ownership, is he? Eighteen percent. But I have opted for Ward. I did have him earlier on in the season, but it's just that extra money. Yeah, um, yeah. I think for the money, he's
3: not worth it.
1: No, I have. Yeah, I haven't owned Dan this season, so I've missed out on all them points. So it would be nice to get amongst I mean, it.
0: But in defence of what you're saying against him, his points returns in recent weeks haven't been great. Having said that. Palace he's are battling. He, he yeah, I'm not even going to say he's. Due, but <laughs> battling, you know, they need a clean sheet. Um, yeah, so as an alternative one, I think uh, if you're trying to make up some ground, he could be a reasonable punt. Got a couple of double game weeks as well, so not a bad shout. Especially if he's going to be one of your squad players in um, game week 34. Even if he's just on your bench and you play your bench boost. Wouldn't be a bad man to have there. A
2: lot of money to have on the bench, though, isn't it? Depends
0: how much money you've got in the bank, ice man. Oh yeah, you're loaded, aren't you? Remember who you're talking to. (laughs) uh,
1: How much do you have at the moment?
0: I am not worth that much, actually. I'm only 109.3 million, so not not great. Not like last season, but um, enough.
2: Uh, Still a fair whack off me. I'm on 105. After my wild card last week, just
0: a comment on that. I mean, in previous seasons, it's worked really well for me as I finished first and second. But the, the model I was working to, is I was able to afford the more expensive players that were playing well, this season it's not worked out that way. The players that are costing less are scoring more. Yeah. So, for example, throughout the season, Hazard, Sanchez, Agüero, there haven't been consistent returners. So, really, I've just got all this dosh and just a, a couple <laughs> of ponies on the pitch. So, there we go. That's enough. Of, that's enough of me giving advice for this. Uh, for this podcast let's move on to our differentials coming back to you parker who are you thinking
3: differential this week again kind of going with the everton theme just to kind of see if you can make any gains um and my differential is actually going to be late in gains i do love the guy he hasn't played for weeks and weeks and he's played the last two games in a row so i think martinez is trying to turn things around defensively and from a, a points point of view, so I think he might start playing in regularly. He's only got an ownership of 2.7%, so it's nothing for him. £6 million, which is, again, quite cheap for Baines. He's gone up over above £7 million in previous seasons. He's always going to offer that attacking threat. He was on free kicks, corners, he's on penalties, so he's always a good option. Yeah, he's not a bad differential for someone who's got game weeks coming up. The one worrying question mark is: Is he going to play him regularly or not? I don't know. That's the one one
2: risk. I think he is. I, I mean, because I had him in. I do
3: love a better laying game.
2: Yeah, I, I had him in my draft for my uh, wild card for, um, in game week thirty two. I do think he's going to play him continuously. It's only Oviedo that's going to come in, and he didn't play last game. He hasn't played for the last couple, so I believe he's going yeah. to stick with him for the rest of the season. And do, I,
0: do you reckon- oh, go on, Paul? I was just going to say I'll come back to you, Brooke. I was just going to say I would support that because they're starting to get murmurings in the media around Martinez's position at Everton, and I don't think, with the amount of form he can afford to leave Leighton Baines on the bench now, just for the sake of developing Galloway, I think he's got to play him.
2: Yeah, and it's also keeping yeah. consistency. Otherwise, too much uh... criticism. Yeah, cons- keeping consistency within mm. your team Like you know, the more you play the same team the more they're going to gel together and play better surely
0: and of course Leicester are the, the absolute example of that this season Brookie sorry I, I took it away from you there
1: that's right mate um, it will be interesting to see what he's priced at next season but it, do you reckon he's going to miss out on the England squad for the Euros because mm, it, it, do, be it does look Rose is cementing that left back space to me and I think well, well, I think I think Rose looks good there I really do I really fancy him there no I I was taking uh, two, key.
0: I'd take Bertrand and Rose. Thanks for that one, Lloydy. Let's come to the beard next. Who have you got in mind for your differential?
1: Okay, um, same as Mr. Parker, sticking with that Everton theme. I'm looking at Aaron Lennon, a form alternative to Brock Sparkley for me. Um, priced at 5.6, owned only by 1.5% of fantasy managers. He is currently in my wildcard squad. Barkley has got that high ownership of 32%. So that is that concern. And like me and Lloyd were discussing earlier, he probably is guaranteed more minutes over the double game weeks. But he is, uh, Aaron Lennon, 1.5 million cheaper. So that gives you extra cash elsewhere to spend on your squad. So he's got five goals and just one assist to his name. But also, obviously he's trying to impress Roy Hodgson and getting in that squad again. Keep referring to that. but I think I do think that is important. So I can only see him adding to those numbers.
2: Yeah, as as I mentioned before, the pocket like brookie Ross Barkley was actually he was played further back than normal, wasn't he? And Lennon was definitely played further forward. So there's probably more attacking returns now. For some reason, now Ross has been brought further. Back. I don't know why. I feel like he's more of a forward player, but you may you may benefit from that.
1: Yeah, because yeah. what makes it
3: sorry, Lloyd, go on. I was just going to say, my only concern of him is is that kind of rotation risk. He's got a lot of midfielders like Morales now fit. Oviodi can play on the left wing as well, um, depending if Lennon plays left or right. De La Feo's there. Pinar's kind of coming back as well. Kone can play out on either wing. So that's my only slight concern with Lennon. Um, yeah, I agree. But I think he does return when he plays, to be fair. He does does get returns.
1: I just think the form of Everton, it's, and no midfield is really that appealing so i just think it's less of a risk no yeah it's prize, cheap as well. as well it's 5.6 yeah. it's, it's worth a punt mate. it's
0: good mm. like the idea behind it and what about you ice man are you thinking in terms of differential
2: i'm going another player who i've brought into my team last week with my wild card it's damien delaney he got a goal mm. he does get forward for headers and corners etc and he is really cheap 4.3 so, he's uh, again, he's an easy way into Crystal Palace defence with all these double game weeks coming up. I think I'm only going to have him for this game week, though, and then I'm going to get rid of him. Because they do face Norwich and Everton. Who knows, you may get a few points out of him out of that. But after that, Palace do have Arsenal and United away, so I think he's going to go after next week. But just for this week on Damien Delaney... I
0: like it. Well, I'm just going to throw into the pot another London uh, club player, new on the scene, but I think making real waves in the last few weeks. And that's Alex Iwobi from Arsenal. I really like the look of him. I think he's shaken the team up. When we've relied on Walcott, Oxlade-Chamberlain on the wings, haven't quite been on form this season. He has just brought something explosive to the team. He scored well in the last few weeks. He's only 4.5 million as well. So I think in that in the next double game week when Arsenal play twice, whether he's in your you know starting lineup or if you've got a bench boost. I don't think he's a he's a bad one. Um, I think Wenger is going to keep playing him as well. There is some risk of rotation in the second game, but at the moment I think he looks dangerous every time he plays in terms of having an assist or being more direct in going for goal.
2: Yeah, I like that. I like that Pete. He was hey, he was defi- definitely good the last game. And the game before, obviously getting a. He was man of match in both of them and getting a goal yeah. in each.
1: Did he pick any bonuses up, did he? Um...
3: No, he didn't in the last game. And he didn't in the game before either, know. That's yeah, something I do like to factor in my yeah. Yeah. My problem with him is, is that Arson Wenger does love you when know, a young player's coming through just to bench him for no reason. He <laughs> yeah, does love that.
2: He does, yeah.
3: Like, he's a really good prospect. Now we'll stick him in the reserves <laughs> for a bit. Let him <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lloyd, is, is this some Saints' bitterness over Chambers, <laughs> Chamberlain, Walcott? It you know, it ruined is,
3: it's real frustration that Chamberlain and Walcott were looking like world-class players, and now they are like world-class clowns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is the title of the podcast. World-class clowns. You heard it here first. <laughs> that, that's definitely going in the package.
3: <laughs> it was like, Walcott's really good, and then suddenly like Chamberlain came out of nowhere at Saints, and it was like, wow, he's even better than Walcott. And now both of them just do nothing they, every but, the season. The thing is,
2: they do get injured quite a lot. And I oh, do, why I do think um, I do think the Ox has got more potential than Theo now. Theo's kind of oh, wow. you know, well.
1: I hope Wilcott's not an Arsenal player next season. To be honest, I hope he remains in the Premiership. but I hope he goes elsewhere. Go he somewhere. should be. He should they, go somewhere and play regularly
0: the bizarre thing i find about walcott is that he, he find every now and again he uh, you know as his contract comes up wenger starts playing him up front he scores continuously and then he you know he signs his contract and he's just taken out of it again I, I don't understand why we've never committed to him as a striker but there we go maybe that's just the way wenger's managed him one thing i would say about arsenal we make really good sprinters
3: <laughs> Yeah, uh... who
0: suffer the same injury as sprinters as well so uh, something to be said for that
3: it's Bizarre, isn't it, with Walcott? I just
0: It really is, yeah. Just, I,
3: understand. I think for me it's too comfortable there for him. It's a nice club, he's a nice guy, he plays a bit of football, he has a lot of money. But if he really wants to fulfil his potential, I think he should move.
0: Yeah, I mean for me, if he really wanted to to kick on he probably should have gone when his last contract was up, when he re signed for us.
3: So you say that,
2: but yeah, he was playing really well at that point and he was scoring goals. But let's not talk about World Cup too much. Like, okay, let's, let's move, move on, on from that. Anyway, Iwobi's my out. man for the week. That's
0: all that we need to say about that for now. Um, let's just move forward. I'm going to very quickly flash through some price rises. Again, if you're still interested in keeping the, the uh, monetary value of your team up, we've got Lukaku and Barkley, the top two going in this week, not surprisingly with a double game week. Rookie, you may be surprised to hear that Ginger Kev is in fourth on the rise. 4,000 have put him in today. Still worth 10.2 million and only owned by 200,000. So potential to rise. Interestingly, we haven't mentioned any Liverpool players. So Coutinho third on that list, 8.2 million. I think heads are being turned to him with his last few performances. Is anybody tempted by him? Open question. Yeah. Yeah. yeah is he, he's in, in the blue wildcard blueprint. Yeah.
1: He is. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've opted for him rather than uh, Firmino. I think. What's your you standing
2: on that? Why, why him over Firmino?
1: Uh I don't know. For the rest of my midfield, I, the other players I want, I think Coutinho. I think Ball mentioned it last pod. You know, from now on to the end of the season, he's going to kick on. So. Yeah,
2: he does he's go missing in games occasionally, though. Doesn't he, Coutinho? I mean, he's playing well at the moment, but he does go missing.
3: It's, it, that is, it is a difficult one. Yeah, I think, know. actually, when he was injured, Firmino actually played better. And I think the question for me is, now Coutinho's back, and when Firmino comes back from injury, how will Firmino play? Because before that, he hadn't scored anything. Then suddenly, Coutinho was out of the team, and Firmino went like 12-6, 13-4, 16-9. He went on a ridiculous run, but that was well, when he, Coutinho wasn't there.
0: He had some time up front, didn't he, Firmino? Yeah. And I think actually it probably would work having Firmino and Coutinho, Firmino being up front and Coutinho number 10. But now yeah. you've got Daniel Sturridge, you've got Benteke, you've got Origi, you've got plenty of strikers. You've got Danny Ings is going to come back one day. So there's plenty of strikers in that pot now. So Firmino's questionable in terms of his, his ability to score points, I think.
3: Mm. It's a tricky one. And Liverpool, same as so many other teams, have been so inconsistent. Yeah. So it's really difficult. But, yeah, I think Coutinho, I, I would edge over Firmino, personally.
0: Okay. So those are your price rises for the week. Let's move on to captain's picks. Let's see what if there's going to be anything legitimate coming up this week. Um, I'm going to go to the beard first on this one. Who is your captain?
1: <sighs> right. Um, Let's <laughs> right, just, just get it out of the way. Uh, obviously, the popular choice will be Lukaku. Um, I think you'll be a brave manager to put your armbar elsewhere. But for me, the big question is: Can an Aguero or a Kane outscore a double game week player out of form? No, mm. I think I believe they can. Even what well, we've just mentioned them with a, a premium midfielder in Coutinho or the return of Kevin De Bruyne, I would actually consider them. But
0: it's I don't think risk, so. Who, who do we let's let's explore that because we've we've talked about Everton plenty already. City are at home against West Brom. Spurs are at home against Man United. Who is more likely to score, Aguero or Kane?
3: Aguero. Yeah. Agreed. If they get an early goal, he could cash in against West Brom. The worry is if they hold out, they, they are a team that are quite stubborn, but if you can break their resistance early doors, it could be three or four or five.
0: And, and actually, they, they've got to the Magic 40, have they not? Yeah, the Magic yes, 40. They, so really, they've got seven games to play for effectively nothing.
1: Yeah. So yeah, the, okay. so the sensible choice, Lukaku... If you're feeling a bit brave, I'd go Aguero.
0: Aguero.
2: What about you, Iceman? Uh, Yeah, mine was, again, between Lukaku. It was actually between him and Balassie, who's also got a double game week. At home as well. uh, Yeah, I think most will be going Lukaku, but for the last three captains, are actually based primarily on shooting stats. So looking at the last two game weeks between the two, between Lukaku and Balassie, I may be swayed towards Balassie, because Lukaku has actually only got two attempts on goal, to Blasi's five, and Lukaku's only got one on target, to Blasi's two. So, also, Blasi has created five chances, whereas Lukaku has only created... Oh, no, he's created none, sorry. Uh, so it's a hard decision, and I'll probably make it last minute, but at the moment, my captain is actually on Balassie. I'm sure you guys are going to... ridicule me and say by the time time I captain Lukaku next week you're going to be like yeah you pulled out of Balassi. but at the moment it's on Balassi. I I really want to keep it there I don't know if I will hopefully I will we'll see so
0: like a true scientist always uses the data to inform decisions the question is can you explain that data and do you trust it enough to put the armband on him during this podcast right now
2: it's it's on him at the moment it's definitely on him at the moment I I can prove it to you you oh, are we going to
0: chime in there?
3: Well, I just don't <laughs> believe you.
2: <laughs> wow! But listen to the stats. Just, Surely that's a little bit convincing, especially with uh, Palace being at home to Norwich. I know Norwich playing better recently, but they did. Mate, in put your teams. stats
3: where your mouth are and go for Balassi. Then good, I was going to say, it. you know, you called, you've it.
0: called Mitrovic based on the data. Let' why don't we experiment with this?
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I'm Would, Woodsy, Woodsy if you're
0: listening, can you can you experiment with this, Woodsy
2: <laughs> Well, I'm gonna. My yeah, my captain is on Balassi at the moment, so we'll see you next week. Yeah.
3: What's was, going to make you change it, though? That's the thing. If you believe in your stats so much, if why find, are you changing
2: if it? If I find out more information, I, don't, I might find out more information. Who knows? Just, um, okay. just.
0: I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm going to come to the rest of you in a minute in terms of captain's choice for Parker and myself. Just whilst we're talking about experiments, I just want to chime back to a couple of podcasts back. We had a Twitter question saying, should I put three players against Villa every week? And actually, following that theory, since yeah, that's happened,
2: really Villa is. have
0: conceded and not scored... Every single week. So well
2: done, that man! Great shout. <laughs> Bearing in mind, Villa was the team who he supported. I think. I think he, he's a Villa fan. Yeah. Man. So they who are they playing this uh, weekend? Bournemouth.
1: <laughs> uh, Bournemouth. Yeah. Oh, so I'm, I'm, to... lo- I'm losing Charlie Adams. <laughs> who my so, so, no. So, How can you take yeah. him out, mate?
2: You mean Charlie Daniels?
1: Yeah, that was my joke.
3: <laughs> game. Jeez, oh, oh, James. Oh, that <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally missed i mind predicting Gradle to go big this weekend
3: mate you can't lose Charlie Daniel surely you mean Charlie Adam oh for
1: Christ's <laughs> sake <me. laughs> well I have this is just confusing I very fixture thinking oh you devil you
0: right I'm going to split you two up for a second because you're just dancing at the top of the league Parker who's your
3: captain I'm not really sure I can answer this yet because I haven't
0: I'm made up I'm you're accountable you're going to have to tell us who is your captain
3: <laughs> well this is a wider issue for me. I was discussing with Brookie before the podcast, very in-depth, around, I haven't played my wild card yet. Do I play it this week or do I play it next? My big issue is that I've got Pella. He's at home to Newcastle. Do I really want to take him out yet? My team's playing well. I don't really want any Palace players in because, OK, they've got two OK games this week, but the week after they've got two Mingan games. So I don't want to bring two players in on a wild card Then I are have to you, move them straight back out.
0: Just say that they are due.
3: Maybe they are,
0: but um, I'm I'm joking. I'm completely joking with that.
3: (laughs) Against Man United away and Arsenal at home, you're a brave bet on them. Everton, as we said, aren't looking great, so why do I want to bring loads of their players in? So I don't know what to do. But the problem is, if I don't play my wild card, I then can't play a chip that game week. So I'm in a real quandary at the moment, and that's why at the moment my captain pick, Christ, it'd probably be Aguero at the moment because I haven't got any Everton players in there. But. the amount
0: so you're saying Lukaku or Kun I think the best thing you can do mate is listen back to the podcast listen to the clues for Brookie's team and just try and match it <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well he, he has played his wild card I know that uh, and he's filled me in obviously with a couple of people he's basically lost his whole defence his head's basically gone
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> These mind games he's are lost really Delhi well. alley
3: he's lost ultra Marners. attack ultra attack <laughs>
1: um you've already played that card mate which is true isn't it Um, more more fifa right right d-pad oh okay no (laughs) it's very strong so yeah right
0: okay so fairly similar to what's been discussed i mean my armband is very much on lukaku at the moment i'm just looking at fixtures to see if i can offer anything different and uh and i can't so i'm going to go with lukaku as my captain for this week so that moves us on to Twitter.
2: Iceman, have you got anything on Twitter this week? Yeah, we've had loads of questions this week. Um, let me just bring it up yeah. on my phone.
3: You sounded really enthusiastic about that, Chase.
2: Yes, we've had some questions.
0: <laughs> yes, we've had
3: loads, if not too many questions. They're a bit of a pain in the back sorry. <laughs> It can so be too I, many questions. I you was just getting them off on my
2: phone and, uh, yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, right, so we've got, uh, yeah, we've got a few Um, Joe Martini he's messaged us before is that
3: shaken or stirred he
2: says uh, should you target (laughs) anyone for the double game week that may be playing a weaker opposition but only one game go for the cleanie
3: well he's got a great point yeah and that's kind of been saying around like, the Everton players. It is kind of a better option? I think, yeah, very, very good. But uh, yeah, Bournemouth away, might as well go with Daniels yeah. if you ever <laughs> taken him out
2: yet. Yeah. Or, or Richie. Yeah, Matt, Matt Richie.
3: Yeah. Or Gradle. Yeah,
2: we'll get a out. Okay, and Mark.
0: Edwards. Oh, sorry, I could just to say as well, Iwobi. Definitely Iwobi.
3: You'll be on the bench now.
2: Definitely, <laughs> Seven, 20, 20 minutes. Okay, and uh, Mark Edworthy, he uh, popped up last week. I don't know if you remember. Lloyd questions how awesome and brilliant was it of the people that played the wild card last week, and an extra free transfer for the forwards too. I think that's pointed directly at you. Sorry, I-,
3: I wasn't listening. There, what did you say? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking with you. Yeah, again, Mark, well done. You're the one of the people I'm happy to be happy to eat humble pie. Um, because you did really well James I'm not a humble you, thanks
0: mate man. yeah no, let it go. Let it go. It sorry are we still talking about that wildcard
2: decision <laughs> I just oh. I can't let it go mate <laughs> right move, moving on um, Fair enough. Great pad great pad, pad full has uh, given us another question. He has said, "I've heard that Rooney could be back in time for the double game weeks. Interesting prospect, or is he just killing Rashford points?" Go to you, Brook. You haven't said anything for now. Beard, sorry. Uh,
1: what is it? Is he nine point nine Rooney? Don't know. Man. Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah he's nine point nine. So yeah. I think Kane's. Well, I bought Kane at that. Yeah, Kane's ten point four. Uh, I did consider Rooney, uh, obviously with a point to prove. Yeah. But f- for that price tag, probably not. I don't know who I would lose in my front free to put him in. I think more Martial is probably uh, more appealing to me. I, think I was going to
0: say, Brookie, I, Brookie. I was actually in Manchester the other day at and Working Men's Club, and I was speaking to Tony <laughs> Marshall, and he is the man. He's the man to go for in double game week. You bastards!
3: Away, man! <laughs> away, 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 man! Away.
0: <laughs> I'm saving that for um, the quiz.
3: <laughs> to be fair, I would say, similar to storage, I guess, if you really need a differential, Rooney is probably not a bad option because, as you said, he's had a hell of a lot of criticism and I think he'll want to come back with goals. So, yeah. if he's back in time, it's maybe not a bad shout, but it's the the decision is, who do you play? Do you not have Kane, do you not have Aguero, do you not have Lukaku? Yeah.
0: To add to, add to that, Parker, I think in terms of Rooney's hunger, you've also obviously got the Euros coming up. He didn't play in those yeah. two games and I think there was, the, the in every... Program that reviewed England. It was can Rooney walk back into this team with Kane and Vardy's form yeah. and stuff. Well, right.
2: And you've also got the fact that he has been you know, a top goal-scoring player in the Premiership. so you've still got that yeah, quality. He's, he's close, yeah, he's yeah. class. and uh, legs have gone. Legs have gone. <laughs> legs have gone. Uh, the injury news is that uh, Wayne Rooney won't be rushed. Don't know what that means. Make of that what you will. Uh, right, moving he's on. Why, um, he's just, He's just incredibly stubborn. He won't be
3: rushed. Yeah, it's like Pete Bullard in the gym. <laughs> he
0: will not be rushed some, some, things, some things you need need to take your time
3: just so listeners understand we recorded tonight an hour and a half late because someone was in the gym so uh, that's just a bit of background behind that joke
0: Yeah, I'm not even going to try and defend myself
2: absolutely, that was
0: the priority um, so, sorry, sorry
2: <laughs> right, moving on FPL Buzz has given us a question is it worth taking out Kane to get a strong midfield or more funds for defence? Seems that the points of late have been at the back. Mm. Is it worth taking out Kane? Not for Kane,
3: they haven't been.
2: Yeah. It depends what position you're in, really, doesn't it? I mean, if you're flying high... It well, yeah, doesn't top. matter where
3: you are, mate. His last three game weeks have been 13-16-8, like... They're good points for everyone.
2: So
0: actually, you could say he's due a blank.
3: <laughs> oh <my> God! <laughs> yeah, very fair point.
0: No, 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 it's not a fair point, is no. it? He's, uh, he's bang on form. He's got stats. Yeah, it's, it's,
2: it's. I mean, like if you if you are flying high at the top, I do feel like if you want to play safe, keep Kane. I'm not flying high at the top, so I've gone Sturridge. And, uh, you know, we'll see if it pays off. Okay, he's he's got another question, FPL Buzz. Best options at Liverpool? They were touted as the go-to team, no blanks and two double game weeks, but Europa games could cause rotation. Fair point. Beer, do you want to input on that?
1: Well, I think I'm going to go with Mingale in between the sticks. I think he's probably the safest pick from their squad um, attacking-wise, I think we've uh, covered Coutinho already. Uh, I think storage is a bit of a risk, so yeah. probably Minguet for me, and Coutinho.
2: Yeah, I've I've gone Sacco at the back, because he was a consistent player, you know, playing regularly, but after his last game he did look really poor.
0: He really is Bambi on ice when he has the ball <laughs> at his feet.
2: <laughs> Just giving it away whenever, wasn't he? It was ridiculous.
0: Very much so.
2: Yeah, Parker, what do you reckon?
3: To be fair, I hadn't really thought of him, but Brookie's shout is a really good one. Mini uh, LA will play all the minutes. The other one is Klein. I do like Klein.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, he's been a bit weird at Liverpool. He hasn't scored as many points going forward. I don't know if that's because of how Klopp's asked him to play or what, what it is, but he's been solid. He has,
1: me, but Klein is managed.
3: due, mate. Klein is due.
2: <laughs> he is due. Klein is due. <laughs> OK, moving on, we've got to get through these uh, quicker. I've got Mo Hazari has got a question. Which is the best Man United defender to get besides Smalling? And this is the conundrum I had last week on my wildcard. I was uh, opting between the two, Rojo and Darmian, And I went for Darmion in the end. Uh, based on the fact that Rojo was caught smoking last week, and uh, I was worried about his game time, and he
1: actually got subbed James, at half time. James, James, from a Man United fan, do you, know, do you want to know the answer? <laughs> None of
2: them is the answer, isn't it? They don't exist. Yeah.
1: they're not there. The best defender is probably De Gea to yeah, have, but yeah. other than that, Smalling. I, I like them as a pair, but it's just too expensive. I think, so probably one or the other, but I'd opt for De Gea.
2: But I do think people are looking like if they really want to get Man United defenders in, like myself, you know, who who would you go for if you had to? If you had to choose one, who would you go for out of Darmian or Rojo, or even Darmian? Uh, what's the What's the young guy coming for for a mentor Yes,
0: yeah, um, it was uh, Gary Pallister.
1: Don't know if I solid.
0: Solid defender. They could still get in that back four
1: on penalties. <laughs>
2: who would you go? Who do you go for, Boulard?
0: Uh, well, because I mean, if, if Van Gaal's as militant and Victorian as he's made out to be, I'd say Darmian at the moment. Yeah.
1: Parker. He was picking up the bonuses, wasn't he, early he on in the season? Yeah. He was. He's a real go-to. <laughs> he did
0: get start.
2: three bonus points uh, last week as well. Yeah,
0: I think Darmian's the the one to go to. Hmm.
2: Parker. Damian. Yeah. Yeah. Solid choice. So Darmian on that one. Yeah, so we did, we did have a few more, but um, we could be going all night. We've got loads to go through. So, Pete, if you want to move it on from here.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for all your questions. Uh, some interesting ones there. That moves us on to the Iceman's quiz.
2: Straight back to me. So, as I say every week for dun, any, dun, <laughs> any new listeners, we have a forfeit at the end of the season for the overall loser. This will be Katamoa, one of the holding midfielders in the start of their team for the first month of next season. Okay. The Beardman won last week, bringing his total to two. Woodsy Whoa. Woodsy is still leading on four, but he's not here tonight, so he's not coming here to get a point. Doesn't uh, even need to be. Look even, at that. Yeah, Bully is actually arrogant. There. Bully's on three, and Parker and Parker.
3: <coughs> that was an anti <laughs> Away, man. Away. <laughs> Away.
2: Okay, uh, but you have got six game weeks to go. Thanks. Okay, we're going to go to question one. There were three 4-0 victories this weekend, being Arsenal, Chelsea and Man City. So the question is, with 313 games gone, how many 4-0 victories has there been this season, including those three? And we're going to go to Bully first. 21. 21.
1: Jesus, very quick. Well, okay, well, you?
2: Uh, and Beard?
1: I will say 15.
2: And Lloyd?
1: God damn it! 22.
2: <laughs> You're all really far off. I don't know how many 4 0s you really think have been played, but there's only been seven. 21. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Beard gets the points. Uh, I'll list them out to you. It's, uh, so, Chelsea won 4 0 against Aston Villa, Arsenal won 4 0 against Watford, Man City won 4 0 against Bournemouth, Man City also won 4 0 against Villa, and Man City won 4 0 against Palace, Southampton won 4 0 against Arsenal, and uh, Everton won 4 <laughs> 0 against uh, Villa. So Man City has been involved in three 4-0 wins. So that's something to think about for anyone who actually wants to take out Aguero this week with their wildcard. With that in mind, can you tell me who has scored the most goals at home so far this season? Are am going to go to Bully first? That's um, a strange blow-on question. Well, just a lot of goals have been scored, haven't they?
0: Is this team or player? It's, it's team. I think um, Manchester City. And
3: Beard? City. And Lloyd. It's got to be City.
2: Yeah, you're right. It is City. They've got 39 so far.
3: I thought it was 2-3. Who's second?
2: Uh, Second is Tottenham with 30. Everton on 29. Chelsea on 29. Okay. question two. Who has made the most successful passes so far this season? The options are Fabregas, Sermon, Ozil, Whelan... Ramsey and Fernandinho, and you will be surprised at this one. We're going to go to Beard first.
3: You can't say that.
2: Well, I can. I just did. Uh,
3: God. <laughs> Most successful passes. Yeah, Beard, to... you're first, by the way, mate. Yeah, Beard first.
1: I will be surprised, OK? With that clue, I'm going to avoid Fabricas and Ozzell. I'll probably go Sermon.
2: OK, and Lloyd?
3: Well, the least
1: obvious one is Whelan, but I, I like Fernandinho.
3: And Billy.
2: I'm going to go, Sermon. Okay, and the answer is actually Fabregas. Well, that's
0: surprising. A really <laughs> talented Spanish, <laughs> world-class midfielder.
2: Don't, don't believe question. what I say because you always believe when I laugh. So yeah. I thought I'd see see what happens when
0: I well, this change that's not dynamic. the
3: point of the quiz. <laughs> the trick us is not the
1: aim. <laughs> You're very quickly
0: turning that. into the, the Riddler, my friend.
1: <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, right. exactly.
2: Bonus question: How many successful passes has he done so far this season, Beard?
1: I shall say 800. Okay, and Lloyd? 600.
2: And Bully?
0: 799.
2: (laughs) And Beard gets the points, because it's way 1,873 successful passes. I haven't made that many passes in my life.
3: James, <laughs> you laugh like the answers are easy, mate. It could be flipping anything.
2: <laughs> I know. It's just when you got the answers... I can't answers wait from... to
3: do a quiz and then laugh at you <laughs> when you get miles off.
2: You can't help but laugh, mate. I'm not actually laughing at your stupidity. It's just funny. Your thinking, for me, like, knowing that what the answer is. And then when you say 800 or 600... It's like, oh, God. I, so I was funny. waiting
1: for you to laugh at my answer. I was going to go 800 yeah, yeah. <laughs> ad.
2: Right, okay. Um, just to list uh, the oh, scores. Oh, God. So you really, it, you
0: really do, I was just going to say, you really do tickle Parker's incompetence button every week. It's just a little
2: a little stroke every week. <laughs> right, okay. Listing the scores. John's actually on three now. Billy on one and Lloyd on one. How wait. OK, uh, question three. Who has had the most successful crosses from open play so far this season? And the options are Albrighton, Cedric, McLean, Suzoko, Tadic, Yama and Daniels. And Lloyd, you're first. Albrighton. And Bully?
1: Uh,
0: Albrighton.
2: And Beard? what
1: else, mate? Albrighton.
2: And it's actually the left-back, Suzoko. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? Yeah. Albrighton came fourth in that list. Well... So, bonus question, how many successful yeah. crosses from open play has he done so
1: far, Lloyd? What's his zoco okay with his left foot? Uh.
2: <laughs> just successful how crosses many from open play.
1: Successful crosses? No.
3: Um, don't laugh, James, yeah, just remember <laughs> that. I'm going to go with
1: 100.
2: And Bully? 87. And Bid?
1: 95. And
2: Bully gets the points, it's actually 34
1: Oh,
0: oh it, what the
1: really? Yeah. I know. So, so you're telling me in the whole was, season, no surprised. other
0: Premiership player has got more than than thirty eight, thirty whatever it is, successful crosses. I was
1: surprised. I, had, I saw, I, I saw Brighton it. do at least six at the weekend. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I had no, I had to check it because Balassi actually got four last weekend. Yeah, I checked it twice. <laughs> thirty four successful crosses. Yeah, in
3: thirty one games weeks. I tell you what, I don't David,
2: David
0: Beckham would eat this lot for breakfast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Okay, moving on. Uh, question four: Who has the highest amount of successful take-ons so far this season? And uh, back in episode eight, it was Mares. So the options are Sissoko, uh, Martial, Mares, William, Zaha, Dembele, or Barkley. And we're going to believe first. I really want to
0: say Sissoko, but I'm going to go with Mares again.
1: Okay, and Beard? Yeah, has Mares stopped taking people on? Successfully, is it?
2: Yeah, successful ones. Okay.
1: Doesn't matter, mate. No one's going to know anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll stick with Mahrez, mate.
2: Shall I get my tiny violin up?
1: <laughs> I'm going to go with Zaha.
2: And Lloyd gets the points. <laughs> it's actually Zaha. Cashback. Okay, bonus question. How many successful take-ons has he done? And to just let you know, in episode 8, Mahrez was on 65 so, Pete, you're first. I reckon he's on
1: 112.
2: And Beard?
1: 129.
0: And Lloyd? Oh, he did that one on the weekend, didn't he? I'm
1: going to say... <laughs> 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 I'm,
3: I'm going to say 130. But I would think... Because Episode 8 wasn't Game Week 8, was it? So, really, it's probably more like three or 400. But I'm going to say 130.
2: And Pete is bang on with 112. How... how what,
3: <laughs> what?
0: Sorry. You're guys, guys I've gotta say you know I was late. There's no I, there's, I did not cheat for that question, I can promise you. That is absolute chances. Good guess. Good guess. Actually no, it was based on a very st- specific algorithm that I followed.
3: How is that possible?
0: I don't know, mate. it's ridiculous.
3: <laughs> Good work. So you've only done forty take ons in that the noise last... three hundred <laughs>
0: Oh, I'd give up with this quiz. He he said Zaha, not Figo.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so just to go through the scores. Lloyd you're on two Bully you're on three and John you're on three so it's pretty close at the moment moving oh, into gee. question five who has had the most touches in the opponent's penalty box so far this season and the options are the obvious ones which is Agarlo, Vardy, Kane Lukaku, Giroud, Costa and Aguero and we're going to go to the beard first
1: I shall say Igalo
2: and Lloyd Lukaku and bully,
3: Lukaku.
2: It's actually Jamie Vardy.
3: Oh,
0: I find that surprising because I thought he sort of ran onto balls and you know.
2: Uh, yeah. Mm. There we go. Well, what do I know?
3: Lukaku yeah, in, in the box, mate.
2: Lukaku's in second. If that oh, helps, okay. So. Well, no,
3: no, a little almost bit. Almost points. Almost. <laughs> <that> a, <laughs> the, almost ne- point.
2: the nearly <laughs> man. <laughs> okay. How many? How oh, many touches?
3: Almost points.
2: How many touches in the opponent's penalty box has he done so far? Beard.
1: Jamie Vardy, he has had... I'm sure Pete will get this absolutely spot on. Oh, the the
2: 160. Okay, and Lloyd? <laughs> 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 so many lemons. <laughs> and Lloyd... Sorry, sorry, I mean Mr. Lemon.
3: <laughs> Senior Lemony. You can call Keith. him Keith. Uh, Keith.
2: Yeah, I'll get to it. <laughs> Keith. Uh, Keith.
3: 200.
2: And Billy. 6-5. And Lloyd gets the points there. No! It's actually 237. So mm. now you're all on three points each. Lloyd, you Ooh, might... Oh, it's,
3: it's right.
2: You might actually have a chance of winning one, but... This is agonising. Uh, right. Looking at this next question, it's quite difficult.
3: <laughs> Gareth Barry.
2: Hold on. Did you say Gareth Barry? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, ten games over the weekend, but how many successful passes? throughout all the oh, teams God. were registered on Opta stats, so, oh, God. so this is every single team. How many successful passes have they done? And I'm going to give you a clue because I know it's a difficult one. Arsenal actually did 677 successful passes. God. And we're going to go to Lloyd first.
3: Well, 600, we've got a guess from every single team in the league. <laughs> Yeah. So it could be like
1: twelve thousand or something. That's what my calculator says.
2: <laughs> Six
1: hundred times. I'm going
2: 20. for eight thousand. Right. Okay, I'm bullish.
0: 9,000. I'm going, going
2: 9,000. And Beard? 9,001. Um, 9,001, 9, you're saying? And Lloyd yeah. gets the points. It's uh, 6,900... You're kidding me! 6,958. No! <laughs> successful passes registered on Opta. So, nice. So Lloyd's actually, Lloyd's actually on four at the moment. Bully and John both on three. We're going this is intense to, we're going down to the final question so Lloyd make sure you get it right <laughs> or just hope that <laughs> hope that these two don't get it right which oh,
3: Lord, get it right mate oh, no, don't get it right I need to get it right sorry <laughs> wow that's not me that was the bear again
2: <laughs> <laughs> which team has made the least amount of successful passes this game week oh God. and Lloyd you're first
3: the least successful pass rate let me just have a quick look at the fixtures. My gut instinct has got to be Aston Villa, but <laughs> let me have a look at these bad boy fixtures.
0: Um... Bad boy fixtures. <laughs> let me have a Smee look at these fixtures. <laughs>
3: I've got to go Villa, surely, at home to Chelsea. Is it too <laughs> obvious, though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. got to go Villa. I've got to go Villa.
2: Right, so you are in Villa, okay, and bully. Well, just to make it interesting, I'll go Watford and beard. Christ, um, hold on! Just before you answer, yeah. I know that the previous two answers were incorrect.
1: You cannot say that. To be fair, Lloyd, I wasn't going to say either of Villa or Watford, so <laughs> this is this is intense. That's outrageous. <laughs> I will say... Because if he said Watford and we all got it wrong, then I <laughs> win! I wouldn't have
2: said Watford. I want to make it more interesting. Oh. oh,
1: fuck you! No, they're a passing team, but I'm going to have to say Bournemouth. Go for the other 4 0
2: <laughs> And John has actually got that one incorrect. Oh!
3: <laughs> God, thank God for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> out... Oh,
1: actually hurt you. Who was it? Come on.
2: It's actually Crystal Palace. Oh. I'm sorry. just I just, wow. I just no, needed, to, I needed to put you in suspense there, Lloyd, and I know it was pretty harsh. <laughs> <laughs> that was was harsh. Well done, Lloyd. Well done. Right. Woohoo So, yeah, so that gives Lloyd one To be fair, point,
3: that's though. outrageous, Like They do two, too.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wow.
3: So, oh, God, so I'm not going to lie. That's like a monkey off my back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now going to fly up this league.
2: So, now the scores are currently... Beard is currently on two quiz wins Woodsy on four Bullion three and Parker is on
0: you? one well that brings to that that, that is an, as intense a quiz as we've had since we've started doing these the The pressure is cranking up it's becoming more and more apparent <laughs> your midfield next season you could have Catamble or a new candidate, Charlie Adam, next season. (laughs) Um, And that brings us to the end of the Iceman's quiz and, indeed, the podcast. Our our Iceman editor-in-chief has been putting the extra hours in. Very good work from him to develop us a nice website, fantasyfootballsurgery.com. Get to know a bit more about the surgeons. We're going to be posting content on there, writing about the ups and downs of the Fantasy Football
2: Week. And if there's any articles you want us to write, then please do put them forward on twitter we do also have a, a poll off on, on there for, for your captain choice this week so if you want to go on there and add your vote in that'd be great
0: so i'm just going to go through the usual ways to contact us you can get us on twitter ff underscore surgery keep tweeting us your questions going down an absolute treat during the podcast uh you can get us on facebook fancy football surgery on itunes exclamation mark fancy football surgery podcast uh, and you can also follow us and donate at Patreon.com. <laughs> Arca's gold mic is not going to pay for itself, and if you want to hear that quality lemon radio, uh, it's not radio. Then, uh, then please do donate or don't. Um, also, a few more weeks left. Join our fancy football surgery league. The number is two five six three two three hyphen seven eight seven three five three unfortunately the fax isn't working this week and we're not taking carrier pigeon message anymore which brings us to the end of the podcast so let's just say goodbye to our panel of surgeons so to keith
1: <laughs> lemon out to the beard To there guys good luck in your game week
0: to the ice man yeah see you guys good luck and for me bully it's goodbye <laughs> you've
3: got more editing in that last 15 20 minutes than you have in the whole other podcast
1: <laughs> yeah can't believe you won that one Lloydie. i'm fucking gutted i know mate because now i'm right i your be fucking gooch what? i enjoyed that breathing space all week yep
3: i'm sorry
2: Straight
1: Lloyd. You, big boy.
2: i'm sorry Lloyd. i had to make it more interesting
1: that was like good, James. That. <laughs>
3: that
0: was <laughs> so good. Oh god! Well, I can just help you out there, Brookie. I can tell you their answers are wrong. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I rule out two straight away. To be honest, two to be honest
2: he wasn't going to give the same Big answers, sense. was he?
3: Really? I wouldn't have gone with either would I? No, he wouldn't have. Well, he could have gone for Watford, and then both you and Pete get it right. They're all on the same points.
2: True, but no, uh, that was very. No. But thats that, that my John,
3: thinking. I
0: Okay, well, I'm going to come to the beard next. Who have you got in mind for panel? Uh, not panel. Let's start again. Sorry, IceMaker, but that was an outtake. That's right.
2: Who has had the most successful... That's wrong. Oh no, It's, it's not. already wrong.
3: No, it's not wrong. It's already wrong. It's not, it's not, it's not wrong. <laughs> he hasn't even asked a question. It's, no, it's, it's already it's, wrong. It's, not wrong. It's, it's, it's not, not wrong. it's not wrong. It's not wrong. <laughs>
2: right. I thought it was wrong because I thought it was the same question as last week, but it's not. Right.
3: Okay. To be fair, you should probably
2: leave that in because it is funny. But uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm gonna edit it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bear with me while I just double, double check that.
3: <laughs> what counts as? A, I'd love to know what they count as a successful cross. Is it like you've got, a cross you've got where a, someone scores, or a cross where someone where it reached, nearly like scores? that would be thirty-four
0: assists. It's, it's, it's got. It's probably going to land. Right on the Swede of the centre-forward.
3: Yeah, something like that. Well, that, that, that's my beef of these questions, because... Well, I'm we sorry,
2: haven't... Lloyd. I'm just going for Watson-Octum. I don't what they mean. I'll send you the <laughs> oh, Wow.
3: Look,
0: I've sent you oh, wow. the picture. <laughs> this is amazing. I've sent you how the I'm picture. Just,
3: to, just to see. How am I meant to accurately guess <laughs> when we haven't got a fucking clue what a completed cross is, or whatever it fucking
1: is? A hundred... 160.
2: Can you just say it again, mate? Oh, save me an edit.
1: Oh, bollocks. Well, did you hear that?
2: Yeah, yeah I heard it. Yeah, 160. It, it
1: was so what, was your cool. reac- what was your reaction it, to that?
2: It was crackly. I don't have a reaction to that. Nothing. It. it was crackly, so I I couldn't... I'll have to edit it. Just say it again.
3: <laughs> it's horn. There's, there's some big fucking scores here. It's Bournemouth or Watford or Villa.
0: West Brom? <laughs> God! Wait, wait West... Let's not God, no, West. No. Okay, so our editor-in-chief has been putting some time into developing the podcast this week, and he's put together a very fancy website, com. No. Um, okay. <laughs> and that's not the right address.
2: <laughs> com. Okay. I haven't been on it yet. Yes. Thanks for no, checking I have, I have, out man. my work.
0: Okay, so <laughs> Can I go? Yep. Thanks.